Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. It goes back to my original thing that like, I want God in every area of my life, including my business, you know? And uh, I think a lot of times when people get super successful, they forget how they got there. And I don't ever, Hefluence was branded, Jerry, so that I never forget where I came from. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast about helping you pursue and achieve your dreams without compromising your faith, your family, or your health. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Michael Huey from Hefluence Podcast is going to join us. We're going to have a conversation about what it takes to get that life balance going and live out a life of purpose. Because it turns out I found my doppelganger in the podcasting space. It's really cool. So this is somebody who helps people in the realm of fitness, but we go so much deeper than that. So we're going to talk about some other things like how his business once lost everything because of a decision that a business partner had made, but how they climbed out of that and have thrived ever since. So sit back and relax unless somebody's like throwing frisbee pizzas at you. In that case... um, Catch one and bring it over. Uh, but in any case, here we go. All right, I am here with Michael David Huey. How are you doing today? Hey, Jerry. Thanks for having me, brother. It's good to be here. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. And uh, where are you calling in from again? My wife and I live in a little town called Groveland, Florida. It's just outside of Claremont, about 25 miles from Orlando, Florida. Lived in Tampa for 28 years, about a year ago, moved over here. I love how in Florida, almost everything is based off of its relation to where Orlando is. Or or Tampa or something big, yes. one of the big cities, or Miami, right? Yeah. yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. And Texas is the same way. It's like, where are you? I live in such and such town. Okay. Where Houston. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad you're able to jump on today. We met through, I think... Uh, one of the Christian podcast groups, I believe. Um, yep. And uh, we had a conversation a couple months back just to get a feel for each other. And right away we decided we got to, we got to have you on this show and talk about uh, getting people unstuck in uh, the ruts that they face in life. And so for those who are new to the show, you know, beyond the ruts about getting unstuck and living unstuck and beyond the rut in the areas of our faith, our family, our fitness, finances, and future possibility. And a lot of what you do, Michael, is around fitness itself. Like when you look at your business, you look at Hefluence, and it is about fitness. And when you look at the the five Fs, I put fitness in the center uh, because it's kind of the core piece. Like if you're not physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually fit, uh, in a lot of ways, everything just falls apart. You know, you're not able to uh, come to work or into your business with the energy you need. Uh, you may not have the stamina or the, the uh, longevity to actually be around for your family to, you know, play with your kids, the grandkids, uh, all that good stuff. So that, that was for me, the obvious reason why to have you on. Appreciate that. Yep. My, uh, my whole basis is as a life coach and a health coach is everything is centered around health. Cause it starts with the physical. Um, and then we dive into the spiritual, we dive into the relational, we dive into the spirit, soul, and body. Cause that's what you were gifted by God to be entrusted with. And, um, you, know, you can have all the success you want in the world in business, and all this other stuff. But if you want to have an intimate relationship with God, you got to take care of the physical first. And so that's, for me, that's what's most important. Yeah. And in a way, I, uh, 
I don't know, for some people, you know, physical ailments help focus themselves on God. But I think, uh, if anything, it becomes a distractor too. You know, if you hundred percent, yeah, you focus on your pain and not on the source of joy. Hundred so, percent. Yeah, and then so Hefluence, uh, that I know is the the name of your podcast, but it's also the name of your business. Yes. So um, it's a branding. It's our branding for our name. He, if you if you're watching on video, or if you're not, if you're just listening over my shoulder is a little um, uh, logo that Jerry sees and I see that says he being God has a little arrow pointing up. It has the shield of faith there, the little shield. And, and then it, and it, it's he being God helps me, influences me to influence men and women to walk in purpose in their health, in their relationships, in their mindset, in their finances, in their business. Um, I, I was challenged by my friend, Stephen Kuhn, um, who just wrote a book called uh, "The Humble Seeking Humble Alpha"? It's a great book, and um, I've been reading his book. And he told me that you need to shorten when somebody asks you who you are and what you do. And I, 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 I'm an intentional connector, Jerry. I'm an intentional connector. And when you, when you allow yourself to see yourself as this, hi, my name's Jerry, and I'm, and then you go on for two minutes telling people what you are, right? Uh, Steven said, just shorten it down to something that people, when they see you, they know, you know, I'm an intentional connector, right? I, I connect people to the source. I connect people to their best possible self. I connect people to each other. I connect people to the best pe- possible person in the area that they're struggling with to help them become the best version of themselves. And I think once you do that, you become the hands and feet of God. God allows you to position yourself um, fully in connection with the Holy Spirit and then letting him use you as an instrument, as a tool. And I believe that's what Hefluence stands for. Yeah, spot on. I love it. Um, probably because it, it aligns with like the, the mindset of Beyond the Rut and, and the platform. 100%. And, I, saw, I saw that when we, when we talked last time. Yep. <laughs> uh, now, what was it that drove you to make that connection? I mean, because if somebody's just on the outside looking in and they take a quick glance, they see on your website, you know, fitness, DNA testing, and so on. But I mean, in talking with you, it, it's so much more than that. It's that, that whole person approach, spiritual, physical, and, and so on. So what was that, what was it that, connected those dots for you that said, aha, when I help people with their fitness, this is the approach. Yeah. So being in a brick and mortar fitness business for years, um, 20 years, believe it or not, um, I feel like I did in my thirties again and I'll be 53 in July. And, um, you obviously, if, whether you can see us or, you know, if you're watching a video or whatever, if you're watching or listening, you know, I want to look like this in 10 or 15 more years right? Uh, Because I believe our goal is to live longer, healthier, but, you know, it goes back to, you know, I became an ordained minister. Um, I went to theology school and I started realizing that it was a lot more than just the physical. It was, you know, I got nominated for a PhD in nutrition last year. And it's, it's super funny because when you ask this question, Jerry, it, it it lets me know that um, I don't do what the normal person does. You know, it just, like you said, it's, it's not one size fits all, which is what 95% of the people in my industry do. It's eat this, take this, do this, eat this, take this, do this. Oh, you fit over here in this category, eat this, take this. And it, that just doesn't work for people. You know, we have people that have spent, I have a client of mine that just lost 80 pounds and he spent over a hundred thousand dollars trying to figure it out. 
and I did a DNA test on him and I dug deep into some of his emotional things that he was going through and some of his trauma from, a, from his childhood and just dug into all of these pieces, spirit, soul, body, mind, will, emotions, right? Dug into those and, and, and then found out that there was areas that he was struggling in when it came to food and his addiction to food and his, his lack of sleep. And so it goes into all of that, you know, if you ask me what was one of the most important things about my health, Jerry, I would say sleep. And 70 million Americans have sleeping disorders. Think about that. 70 million Americans have sleeping disorders. And, and most of them don't even know it. So for me, it started, he, it, he fluent started because I wanted a brand and I had a brand for years and it just was kind of old. To be honest with you, it was total health experience. And I wanted to go into he fluence, bringing God into my business. And people say it all the time, Jerry. They're like, well, Michael, aren't you afraid that if you start talking about God, you're just going to eliminate all these people? Actually, I think it's the opposite. I think once they see who I am as a person, and, and not everybody's going to like me. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was, I, I just discussed this. I, I, there's people that I thought liked me and found out they didn't like me, you know? So my goal is my identity is not in who I can't help. It's in who God puts in my path that I can because I'm super secure in who I am in God. My, I've never had a deeper relationship and I want to go deeper, you know? Uh, and, and I shared this at this conference last weekend about a dream I had back um, before COVID when God said that it was time for me to stop looking back at my past and to pump the brakes on his permissible will and put the gas pedal on his perfect will for my life. And then he, and then he asked me to close my eyes in my dream, Jerry, and he said, can you see it? Because sometimes I think we, you know, we have ear, say we ask God to give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart that's receptive to whatever his will for us as for our lives. But a lot of the times we teeter back and forth between being out of his will or being in his will or being in his permissible will. But our real goal is to be in his perfect will. And I'll, I'll finish with this. I was at a 10X conference a couple of years ago. Grant Cardone puts on a big conference and I went because I had a free ticket. Because normally, I mean, I love Grant, but I wouldn't pay to go to a big conference. <laughs> right? And and I've told Grant that, and he knows that. And I've seen him in Clubhouse. And so I basically, um, Ed, Ed Milet spoke. And Ed's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Christian entrepreneurs, right? And Ed said, he said, um, I, he said this is what I believe. I'm a Christian. Um, I'm not here to impose my beliefs on you. I'm just going to tell you what I've learned is the truth. And we all know that as a believer, the truth sets you free, right? He said, I believe that God is creating this, this Ed, and it's with all his gifts and all his talents and everything that God's called him to do. And one day I have to stand before God and look at that person that God created. He said, I don't know about you, but I do not want that person to be a stranger. And it goosebumps every time I tell the story, right? He said, I want to put my arm around that person and him be my twin. And in this ear, hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. Because most people are going to look at that person and be like, Who's that? Right. And it's like why we, we don't, we don't store up our treasures here on earth. It's why it's not once, once saved, always saved. Right. It's not that there's, that's not there. It's, it's not, oh, I'm never going to pivot in my business, you know, and you know, my story, Jerry, about losing a half a million dollars and, and bringing a codependent relationship into my business that almost wrecked us. But what I remembered was, is that God, that shield of protection and faith was always there. He, he saw me and he said, all as I was, all as he goes, I, I own a thousand cattle on a thousand hill. You don't think that I can't restore this back to you 
tenfold, twentyfold, a hundredfold? And I was like, you know, I, I did this, Jerry. It's the same thing I, I thought when Jesus sat down on the very night that he was going to be betrayed and he took a bucket and a basin of water and he washed his defeat his the feet of his disciples, right? And when he got to Peter, Peter said, Well, Lord, you can't wash my feet. I should be washing yours. And he said, I get goosebumps every time I say this. He said, uh, if you if I don't wash your feet, you can have no part of me. And God said, and Peter said, Well, wash my hands and my head as well. <laughs> right? Like and and what we we think of that is 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 and it is it's funny like Peter's like well wash everything right but it was a thought process saying God I surrender I give you they, they sent me a picture of a of at this conference I just spoke at and there's a part where I started worship before I I did my piece and we played a long worship song and there's a picture that the photographer took of me with my eyes closed and my hands wide open like this just like this and it was surrendering for me that no matter what I feel. My identity is not in the world. My identity is in who God created me to be and the people that I can help. And that's where the birth of HeFluence came from. Nice, nice. Uh, I want to park a little bit on the story of Peter, too. I mean, a lot. Of, some of you listening are like, oh, yeah, I know sto- the story of Peter. And other folks are like, Peter who? <laughs> and, uh, you know, a little background on him. Like, you know, he was, for the most part, that all-in guy. Like, when he was committed, he was like, yes, I'm with you, Jesus. Let's do this. Let's let's storm the the gates of hell with a water pistol. Um, exactly. Or a dart had, gun. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, a little squirt gun. Pew pew yeah. pew. <laughs> and, uh, but he's also famous for a couple other things. Uh, like he was the guy that when he saw Jesus walk on water, he took a shot at it. Then he had doubt and he fell in the. Oh water. yeah. Hey Lord, if it's you, let me come out there, right? Yeah. And then you know Jesus turned to him at one point, yeah, before the crucifixion, and said, "Hey, you know, before you know that that crow." You know, squawks three You're gonna times. You're going to deny me. You're going to deny me three times. He's like, baloney. Yeah. <laughs> and and he I'll never it. do that. Yeah, I'll never do that. You, you're so wrong, Jesus. What do you know? You know, son of God or whatever. I'm God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and he does. And Jesus, you know, when he was resurrected, you know, he's chilling out with the guys. And I, I'm just such a horrible paraphraser of the Bible. Um, and, you know, Jesus, you know, restores him. Says, like, you know, feed my sheep. Uh, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. And so he restores Peter and Peter becomes like, you know, second, probably if second at all, uh, very fanatical in building the early church. And a lot of what we believe today as Christians was founded on him and the example he emulated of, you know, praising and singing, you know, songs of joy while he's in prison and, you know, sacrificial love and just continued the legacy of Jesus Christ. Um, so the thing that stands out with me with Peter is, you know, he didn't always get it right, but his his heart was there. You know, like yeah, his heart was always there. Yeah, it it was even that. I don't know if you've seen the series, The Chosen. Not yet. yet but there's no. got to watch it if you're if you're listening to this. You should go download the app if you have an Apple product. You download the app, and there's a scene in there when um when Nicodemus, the Jewish ruler, and Jesus are in the upper room, right? And um and 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 Nicodemus is is the Jewish ruler, and you know they they're praying for the Messiah, right? And, and he's like, well, uh, you know, how do I get saved? How do I, you know, he says, except a man be born again, he can't enter the kingdom of heaven. He said, well, I can't go back. And in an instant, he knew that the one he'd been praying for all his life was sitting six feet from him, right? And then Jesus, he said, well, what do I have to do to have eternal life? He said, go and sell it, you know, come and get and come and follow. I'll meet you tomorrow. And at that time, Jesus thought that Nicodemus was going to be one of the 12, right? And, 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 and he gets there and Nicodemus leaves a bag of money and runs around the corner and is crying and hiding, 
right? And Jesus grabs the bag of money and says, you were almost there because he had too much to let go, right? And and that's the story of Peter in the beginning, right? So as they're leaving Capernaum, Peter says, you know, he's thinking, well, there's, you know, there's still one person missing, basically, is what Jesus is saying. And he stops and he looks at Matthew, the tax collector, and says, come. And, and Peter's like, no, not him, not him, right? <laughs> and and yep. it's that very person, <laughs> that very person that Peter needed to have in his life while they traveled with Jesus that they thought they thought Matthew had Asperger's. They didn't know what it was back then, but you know, now they thought, and he literally just took his money and gave it to the armor bearer and, and left. And he said, tell my mom and dad that I'll be back. And then as you go through the story, you know, him and Peter became closer and, and, you know, he connected the money and counted up the money. And he said, you know, so I think a lot of the times people don't understand the power that the reason the Bible is the truth and is the word of God is because it's powerful. It's like when I watched the second, the chosen the second time, the Holy Spirit gave me all this revelation and, and it was related to business. And if you watch it, they, he's, he, Jesus was an entrepreneur, like everywhere he go, everywhere he went, he set up things and people came by the goal, you know, and people got healed and, and freed and they got wisdom and went back and were set free and built businesses and then built a kingdom. And I think it's, it goes back to my original thing that like, I want God in every area of my life, including my business, you know? And uh, I think a lot of times when people get super successful, they forget how they got there. And I don't ever, he fluence was branded Jerry. So that I never forget where I came from. Uh, what did you, what have you noticed uh, has changed uh, in your life and your business as you rededicated your entire business presence to God? Yeah, business and life, everything, yeah. right? Um, God's closing doors. Mm. Um, you know, um, he's closing doors, but he's opening them. Literally, you know, I, I, I hold up to my core values, love, honor, integrity, and humility. Those are my four core values. Um and the greatest of his, is love, right? And that's Jesus. But for me, I I did a post. If if you when you're listening to this, if you ever go to my Facebook or my Instagram, I did a post that's got massive traction. It's a picture of me sitting out on the water uh, right here on on my lake. There's we have a patch of grass, and I'm sitting, and it's talking about people pleasing um, and trying to get people to like you and trying to figure out why people don't like you. And God told me that that has to cease. He said, "I've created you." for greatness. You're just to love people and live with passion and build the kingdom. And it's, it's the very core values of my church. Every Sunday we say, love God, love people and build the kingdom. Love God, love people, build the kingdom. If you just focus on that, everything else. And then, so God just started bringing these people into my life, like literally people that I had been praying for. And after losing a half a million dollars, and starting over, our businesses are growing. I was telling Jerry before we got on, their businesses are growing fast. And God's bringing the right help. For, for a while, I was like, this sucks because I've got no help. And I can't find quality help. And God was like, just keep pushing forward. Because a lot of people quit. They, you know, it's, it's, it's di- divorcing the outcome and marrying the process, right, Jerry? And I think once, you know, you have accountability and you have space and you you're super intentional. What I told you before, I'm an intentional connect, connector, right? Well, I need to be intentional in every year of my life. I'm I'm in the I'm in the the most fit, physically fit season of my life because I'm committed to it. Because and the Bible tells me it starts with the physical, right? Um, where does Jesus reside in our body? Takes very resonance. His spirit takes 
residence inside your body. And it happens like that, right? If you don't take care of where he lives, you know, what, what does that do for you? That, that changes. So I had to focus on all those things. I had to focus on my marriage. I had to focus on being a better husband. I had to focus on being a better friend. I had to be intentional with my finances. I had to check boxes and make sure that um, I didn't get to that day, whether it's tomorrow, because we're not of us are promised tomorrow, right? That I was striving to follow the word of God. And, and one day when I meet that person that it's not, he has, it, maybe he looks like me a little bit. You know, you see these people doing caricatures now. I'm thinking maybe, it, you know, and now I want to see that guy and I want him to say in my ear, well done, good and faithful servant and, 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 and meet my twin. So I think that that's what's changed most is that I'm stepping in to God's perfect will for my life instead of having one foot in his perfect will and one foot in his permissible will. I'm jumping in with both feet. And that's what that's the change more than anything. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. I I like the, uh, there was a saying that somebody had said to me once that, um, you know, it, it was in line with, you know, being an ambassador for Christ. So for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, we've gotten our salvation and we're promised uh, eternal life in heaven. There's there's a calling that comes with that, that a lot of us tend to like to ignore. Like we've got the 100%. grace. I can keep screwing up all I want and I'm just going to still going to heaven. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I said the prayer. Exactly. You know, sucks for you who didn't, but I'm good. And, and there's a calling though, and that is to, to invite people in and, Make disciples. Exactly. Right? Help people grow. And somebody had said to me once that for a lot of people out there, you may be the only Bible anybody ever reads. And so there is that, you know, at least not being perfect. That's why I really wanted to park on Peter for a while was we're not called to be perfect. Yeah. We're, we're called the funniest to- guy ever in the world, right? The most, th- this shirt I have on today, um, Jerry is a series that my pastor did. It's called the league of the least likely, right? How, how, how Jesus picked and how God picked these most unlikely people to make Matt like Shamgar and Hannah and uh, you know, all of these people, Jesus for heaven's sake, right? Like all of these unlikely people that no one, it, it's like, you know, what reminded me when we went through this series it's like the last guy to get picked on the kickball team or the baseball team, right? But God took that person and and let them change the world, right? And I'm like, wow, like God can do that for me. God can do that for you. And it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. I, I one of my one of my new clients um is 56 years old. And back in March, the Lord told her to give her kidney away. Oh wow. Okay. Like, are you sure you're talking to me, Lord? Like, no, man, <laughs> I need my kidneys, yeah. right? I need my one, at least one, right? But I'd rather have two, yeah. right? Right? Or whatever, yeah. you know? 
if it sounds if crazy to you, arms, it sounds crazy to us too, right? Yeah, like you got, you know, <laughs> and um, so, and she and she had a choice to give it to a 25-year-old or a 75-year-old. Now, the common thing would be like, okay, 75-year-old, she probably don't have much time to live, probably going to give it to the 25-year-old. But the Lord told her to give it to the 75-year-old, right? And she responded, right? And we were talking yesterday and she was just sad. She's like, you know, I get, I, I, I've gained weight. COVID has allowed me to do this. I feel miserable. But she said, my faith has never wavered. And it's those uncommon gestures. I told her, I said, when you make a sacrifice, God will elevate you. It's like, um, there's a book over my shoulder. Uh, it's a fasting book by Jensen Franklin, right? And And my wife and I are getting ready to do a three-day water fast. She wants to do 14, but um, <laughs> she hasn't talked me into that yet, Jerry. So we're going to do a three-day. And I believe we obviously do it for, for spiritual reasons because God doesn't say if we fast. He says when we fast because people are addicted to food. Food is an addiction. Food is probably more of an addiction than alcohol and drugs and all these other stuff. And people say, well, heroin and all this other stuff kills you. So does food. Okay, so does food. Here's what I'm saying. You have to make decisions every single day. And 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 so for me, when somebody goes away from having a fast, um, you have to be able to you're sacrificing something, right? And you're 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 starving your flesh and it's allowing you to focus on the spiritual part of that. So you, you know, for us as believers, we reverse that. But Jerry, people don't realize the massive impact that it makes in your health, right? Uh, you know, one of the, 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 the biggest craze now is intermittent fasting, right? Because people can, they don't have to do it for, if they're not spiritual or they're not saved, they can say, well, I fast. You know, I do intermittent fasting. Well, great. But have you ever tried to really starve yourself of, of food, right? And I find out that, you know, about 90% of people don't eat enough food. Some of them eat enough of the wrong foods, but they don't eat enough of the right foods and then they're under eating and then their body doesn't store fat. So there's a lot in that, that when it comes to that, but I think when you look at the people that are the least likely people, those are the ones that God wants to use you, me, right? I think it's super important. Yeah, that's probably the coolest part of our faith is, uh, I mean, you had brought up even Jesus and, and the line he came from and, uh, you know, talk about the least likely, you know, genealogy means a lot in the Bible. I mean, couple of parts throughout the Bible, there's the, the long list of names. And if you've read through the Bible and you're like, oh my gosh, all these names. Well, the very start of the New Testament opens up with a genealogy and you're like, oh my gosh, all these names. But if you go back and, and start connecting those dots of the names that are in that list to where they are in the Old Testament, they, it's a long list of all the least likely. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> you know, the, uh, uh, who was it that King David had slept with, um, um, Bathsheba? Yes. Yeah, Sheba. My wife's here. She can tell us whatever we need to know about the nice. Bible. Yeah. <laughs> we got a good reference if we need to. Yeah, uh, it's just like of all the line or you know lineages to come from of all the wives of King David, it's the one where he took somebody else's wife and made her a concubine and all that. Uh, the line that would probably be the most um, shameful in somebody's genealogy, and here he is, like, hi, <laughs> I'm the son of God, and I came from this this line, and uh, I, I just. It, I think the reason I keep coming back to like stuff like that story of Peter is, you know, that for those of us ourselves stuck in a rut, um, we don't have to stay there. And no, it's a key thing. You, with- it, it's, 
it's it's funny you bring that up because think about this. There's a um, a book uh, written by Jack Hayfield and a couple other different books, but written about the valleys in the Bible. And my grandmother used to always say this, Jerry, you, you'll love this. She used to say, um, there's a mountain on the each side of a valley. You never have to stay in the valley. She said, you grow the most in the valley, but you don't have to stay there. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to stay there. It's like all the, you see these pictures and these depictions all the time of a hand reaching down, Jesus's hand reaching down to pull you up. You know, I'm grabbing a hold, I'm grabbing a hold of both of them, right? Because I don't, I don't want to take the chance that I miss the things, even though I'm okay with being in the valley. I'm okay with not everything going perfect, but I think what we don't look at is we don't look at the redemption that comes when it's a fully surrendered heart and, and, and when it's, when your business is, is given over to him, right. And you do things ethically and morally and vow and with value and honor and integrity and all these things. And I think that's, what's most important. And that's the hardest thing for people in general. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the conviction comes, right? Yep. And in this conversation so far, I mean, you and I talked about when we first met, um, how your your original business took a hit of practically half a million dollars. And um, I believe that was where your wife even took on a job to help pay off. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah, she did. And and, and she, because, you know, everybody wants you to do that. The, oh, you guys should just file for bankruptcy and, you know, and all this stuff. You won't have to pay off all that debt. And she looked at me and she said, we're not to do that. We're to be a debtor to no man, right? And so we consolidated the debt, and now we've almost paid off half of it since January. So we've began to, you know, to to start to pay off on that thing, you know. And so um, I, I have a, to be honest with you, I have a vision. It's like a three-year payoff. I have a vision of paying it off this year, Jerry, and it's a significant amount of money. So, um, and even just what we lost from, you know. Um, because of having the conference and things that we lost because of the, you know, deposits and all this other stuff, my wife's like, I'm just gonna go back for a year. And so that we can really just dive back in and really get this thing going where it's supposed to, you know, and we're, we're young, we're going to have more conferences, you know, um, the connections that are being brought into our life right now. I, they're just things that you pray about. I mean, people that are coming in every single day and every single week are people that now we are able to see like in my dream, see the light at the end of the tunnel. We, we, we see when God asked me, you know, can you see it now I'm beginning to see it. And that's, what's most important. I think, you know, we, it it tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Right. And then all these things will be poured out upon us when when we're in a rut, we kind of, there's a, there's, I don't know if you remember this story, but the, you know, it's like the couple, the donkey is stuck in the well, right. And, um, and, and, and you, obviously you have not, so you're about to hear something really cool. So, so the donkey's in the, in the well, and they're like, well, we can't get him out. Right. So he's eventually going to die. So let's just pour dirt on him. Right. And, and, you know, he'll die quicker. He'll die and he won't be miserable. He won't die. He'll die quickly. Right. Well, as they started to shovel the dirt in the well, he just shuck off the dirt and stepped up. And then they shoveled more dirt and he just shook off the dirt and stepped up. And by the time they'd shoveled all the dirt in, the donkey was at the top of the well and he just stepped out of the well. <laughs> nice. So think about it. Can't we do that? Can't we just shake off our insecurities and anxieties and depressions and fears and doubts and worries? And, and look, I'm not getting, I'm not, this is not me to push you to believe in my beliefs. I believe in, I believe in this word. 
I believe in what I've watched happen in my own life and other people's lives, not just a little bit, in massive ways. You know, last year when I was, you know, invited to go to back to school and get a PhD, I said, no, I'm not doing that. And then they said, well, we're going to nominate you. You may get it. You may not. It's not, it doesn't define me, Jerry. It doesn't define who I am. It doesn't define me diving in and reading a book a week or reading, you know, like my wife just finished 75 hard and lost 20 pounds, right? Like she only wanted to lose 15, she lost 20, right? Like really structured, intentional things that we can do to just shake things off, shake things off and not, my grandmother said, you know, the old scripture, it's like a dog that returns to its own vomit, right? Yeah. That's us, she'd say. That's us. Like we constantly return back to the things that make us feel comfortable. It's like when a person, when I do an evaluation, what's what's the most thing difficult thing you struggle with when it comes to your health? And 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 they say, well, it's not exercise, it's food. Well, it's because you haven't shook off those thought processes and found out what's best for you, and then and then committed to the finish line. So I think one of the things about seventy five hard was is that it wasn't easy. It was hard, right? <laughs> It was hard. That's why they call it 75 hard, right? Yeah, I took a shot at it and I have to regroup and give it another go. Exactly. And that's and about 10% of the people it it finished it on the first try and then the percentages go up, you know, as people go the second try and third try. But there's a lot of people that quit and don't just start over. And then there's a lot of people that start over and actually finish it, right? So I think the most important thing is is that you do what I did. You don't look back at what your failures were. You shake them off and you press forward towards the mark of your calling. I think that that's what's most important. Super important. Nice. Man, this conversation has been great uh, so far. Uh, we've talked about spiritual health and restoration. We've talked about uh, mindset around, you know, you're talking about shaking off the things that life has thrown on you. And the, the phrase you hadn't put in there that's in my mind, though, is not just shaking off what the life's thrown at you but then stepping up into that next level because that, that layer of dirt has created a new level that you can step into. You've grown, you're at a higher, um, going back to that donkey analogy. Uh, cause so good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so each good. time that donkey's got a new level to step into and it's doing it by choice. And it's, you know, too many people, I think allow life to just bury them in that, that rut that they're in or, or let, let life deepen the rut that they're in. So they, they don't feel that there's a way out. And I think if you're able to kind of look up and look forward, you're able to create that new path. Um, yeah, that's so good. And, and it's funny you bring that up because um, I was thinking of my friend, Tim Douglas. He, he, his, his motto is, is facing the storm and he, he his representation of a buffalo. And a buffalo is one of the only animals that when a storm is coming, doesn't run the opposite direction. It runs into the storm Oh, okay? because it faces the storm. Right. And when I started researching, he was telling me about it and it's kind of his shirt. He actually has a shirt that says face the storm. It's a Buffalo. It's facing the storm. Right. And when I thought about it, I was like, wow, that's how we should live our life. Right. Yeah. Like when the storm comes, we don't retreat. Right. We move forward. It's like Braveheart. Right. Like those people blindly went into just pressing forward. It, it's funny. John, El, John Eldridge's book, Wild at Heart mm -hmm. is the best book ever written for man. If you've never read it, you, you need to read it. Um, if anybody, uh, if, if anybody hasn't, if, um, I would tell you to read it, I give it to every one of my coaching clients. I have about 50 of them here in my office that I give away all on a regular basis. And, um, I would just say this, if, if there's about five people, Jerry, that, that message you or, 
ask you, I'll give, I'll give the first five people that reach out to you after the podcast, I'll give them a copy of it because I think it's super important um, that people know that as a man, there's, and as a woman, both we're all, we're made different, right? There's, I, I told you, I like to read, but I think when you face the trials of life, you know, my wife and I are movie buffs and John Eldridge just uses pieces from movies where you can see the light and the darkness and the darkness never wins, right? It's um, I'm drinking out of a cup. That's the Marvel, you know, cup. Right. And um, they have you ever seen them lose? No, they don't lose because light always pushes out the darkness. And I think when you press through that, nothing good, Jerry, happens in the darkness. Mm -mm. You know, nothing. I used to think about it when I got older. You know, I was thinking about, well, you know, well, nightclubs and stuff that I went to. And there was a reason why I never felt comfortable in them. But I just did it because I felt like it was, you know, fun or whatever it is. And I think we do that a lot. We like, you know, it, it, seven out of 10 men watch pornography every single day of their life. It's like, really? Like, and most of them are married. Like, really? You know, women and men are, you know, I go through this with clients all the time. They, they've been married 10, 15, 20 years and they're not intimate with their spouse. They're just living this mundane life. I just read a book by Tim Story called The Miracle Mentality. God is a God of miracles. God has chosen Jerry, Mike, Lisa, our, both of our spouses to walk in, in the miracle mentality, to not live in the mundane, to not live in the messy, to, to, to step, like you said, to step in to believing that. And I truly, I'll, I'll just say this last thing, Jaren, I know you, I got a couple more questions, but I'll just say this. I think it's super important that we realize that God is no respecter of people, right? What he's done for us and what he wants, just like my dream I had. I don't believe, I told it at a conference and I'm going to tell it more and more because I don't believe it was just for me. I believe that God is no respecter of people. I would believe it was for a lot of other people. A lot of other people are walking in God's permissible will and they're just saying, oh, I'm saved. I'm good. You know, I go to church. You know, I don't tithe, but I go to church. I don't know about tithing. I don't know about reading the Bible. I don't have to go to church or I do go to church, whatever it may be. And God's just saying, I'm over here. I want all of you. Right. And I think that that sums up your message of really stepping in to becoming who God's called you to be and not who the world's called you to be. Let your identity be hidden in who God's called you to be, not who man's called you to be. And I think that's what's most important. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I know people balk at the idea of surrendering your life to God. 100%. I did it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, so you want me to do what? No, you I'm sure. Man of freedom. Every, everything? Like America, freedom. Ah, I'm not surrendering yeah. anybody. Gosh, yeah. mod. Uh, but ever since I did, there is a sense of freedom that I never had because, 100%. you know, I've, I've given him control of all the things I know I absolutely cannot control, which has freed me up to take command of the things that are in my power to control. And, um, you know, you mentioned earlier about the person who had it on her heart to give away a kidney. And I, I was interjecting. I'm like, you know, to somebody on the outside, you know, hearing from God telling you to give away your kidney probably sounds crazy. Uh, and for us who are believers, it also sounds crazy. <laughs> you want me to do what? Uh, she told me I thought she was kidding. Yeah. And it's like. Like you did what? Yeah. Talk about my kidney or. Yeah. Or somebody who just died's yeah. kidney. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean I go back to medical you're school? An organ, you're, a you're an organ donor and you're going to give, you're going to give away your kidneys when you die. Yeah. There's a leap of faith there. You know, it's, uh, yeah, just, just powerful. I I think that's the biggest thing with, you know, just life in general is yeah. Surrendering yourself to that higher power. And for us, it's God through Jesus. And through there, you get that liberation to say, wait, 
I'm not supposed to be shackled to this rut. I'm not supposed to just live in mediocrity and just kind of play within the rules. Um, what if I just, boldly, I'm sorry. It's tough for people. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and know, that's I why I would say the, the, one of the biggest things that was helped me get out of that rut, Jerry, and is accountability. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe this would be something good for people who are listening is to understand the importance of accountability. Okay. Because accountability um, allows God to put people in our life that tell us what we need to hear, not necessarily what we want to hear. Yeah. And it kind of takes me back to the turning point in my life when I was really first in a rut in my twenties. Um, and I, I, I went to a counselor and I was like, oh, I don't need to go to a counselor. I'm going to a Christian counselor. And, and I knew him and, and I, I went and, um, I walked in and, um, he gave me a hug and I gave him a hug and, and then he walked over and he left a crack in the door and then he came back and I was like, well, that's weird. What is he doing? Like, I don't want everybody hearing our stuff. Right. You know, right. When you, if you, if the counselor went back over and opened the door back up, left the crack and this is what he said, he looked at me and he said, I love you. You know that, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. I said, that's why I'm here. He's like, but he said, I know you're probably asking why I left a crack in the door. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't want nobody here in my business, right? Like there's other doctors in here and you got secretaries and everything. He said, so here's what I want you to do. He said, if you're here to hear what you want to hear and stay in this rut in your life, which is going nowhere, you have all the potential in the world, you're digging your own grave, then go and pay my secretary for this session and close the door behind you and go home and come back another time. I was like, I'm not going to go pay your secretary and go home paid and I'm going to stay here. He's like, but if you want to hear what God wants to say to you and what God has for you today so that you can get out of this rut and stop returning to your vomit, then go and close the door and come and sit down. And I like ran over, closed the door and came and sit back down. That was a determining factor in my life, Jerry, because later on, many, many years later, that man came to my wedding and gave us the largest gift that anybody ever gave us at our wedding. Wow. Like 15 years, 20, 15 years later. Right. Wow. And you, you, you can look back at those things where God was always saying, Hey, I'm over here. Like, okay, you're off the path a little bit. Let's get back on the path. Right. And, and that's the privilege that religion can't give you. Religion can't give you that. No. Religion is man-made it's rules. It's condemnation. It's, it's this, it, it's, it's back to that greatest gift that's ever happened. Um, my, my friend, Michael Kuliana said, you know, I, I travel and I watch people get healed and I watch successful businessmen, you know, come and, and get healed uh, of a hearing problem or their eyesight or whatever. Um, he said, but here is the most important part that people don't understand. He said, the greatest miracle is when the same spirit that raised God from the dead takes residence inside of a human body. It's not something you can explain. It's not religion. It's acceptance. It's God will never force himself in your life because if he did, it wouldn't be love. Yeah, exactly. Religion is forceful and persuasion is forceful. It's why he says, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Because if God forced his Holy Spirit in your life, it wouldn't be love. It would be force. We never forced our, our spouses to marry us. We didn't. We ch- they chose to marry us because yeah. we asked them to. You know, we got down on one knee or however we did it, but we did it, right? And that's what's most important. It's, it's a decision. You have to make a decision to change every single day. You wake up, God, what do you have for me today? My, one of my friends, Theo Kulianis says, I wake up and I say, good morning, Jesus. And when I go to bed, I say, good night, Jesus. Because I want to know 
that I know that I know that I'm walking with him that day and that my days are better with him than they are without him. And that means in every area of my life. And I think if you never forget that, your business will excel, your relationships will excel, your excel, your health will excel. Everything that you do will fall in line. Nobody said it was going to be perfect, but it will be a lot better his way than it is a lot better your way or the world's way. And yeah. that's what's most important. Wow. Remember at the beginning before we hit record and I said I'd do the introduction and the closing and post-reduction because I never know where the Holy Spirit's going to take this episode or this this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about like fitness and you know <laughs> DNA testing and then uh, yeah, the guy was like, nope, you're going to be talking about this. Little did you know. And, uh, and I think there is a connection though. There There is, you know, if you do feel physically out of shape, you can restore that, you know, and, you know, so I'm just going to give a quick plug for uh, HeFluence on the physical fitness side. Uh, definitely do reach out to Michael David Huey at MichaelDavidHuey.com. Yeah. And they can go, the, if they're on Instagram, I'll t- tell you this, and this I'll give this free to everybody who's listening today. Um, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link on there called Quick Links, and it actually has a PDF on more information on the DNA testing, but it also has a cheat sheet on there that will help you start your health journey. It'll talk about hydration. It'll talk about sleep. It'll talk anything that you need. It'll talk about anti-aging. It'll talk about how to start your morning, how to get up and drink water in the morning. It'll, it'll teach you from God's perspective, what God's taught me about how he cares about our health. And it's really simple. You can just click it on and download it. Uh, we don't spam you. Uh, we do get, 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 give your email address so we know who's coming and getting the information. And that way, when we have our book come out, we can, you know, when the book comes out, we do not spam you. And if you feel like you don't want to get the emails anymore, you just click a button and you don't get the emails anymore. But I think it'll be great if you, the, the, the most important thing about our health journey is how we start our day. Yeah. You and I are early risers, you know, not today, but you know, we're normally early risers and, um, I believe it's important how you start your day is how you finish your day. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's, that's what's most important when it comes to your health and remembering that everybody's different. I told you, I don't do cookie cutter programs. I don't do just one size fits all. I try to find, and, and I, I obviously I charge what I'm worth, but I also know that there's low hanging fruit and I've developed a platform for people who don't have a lot of money that want to come in and learn from me and learn from my team and learn from our, our community. Um, and so I think that that's the most important. We don't, we don't judge anybody. We just the hands and feet of God, and that's what's most important. Nice, nice, love it. Uh, before we go, are there any final words of wisdom? Um, I think that what I would like people to know is is that well, obviously, you know, follow Jerry's podcast and and uh, and know that he he's he's taken this on as a responsibility, and uh, that him and I talked about before. I remember our conversation about it that God picked him to continue on this podcast right yeah and so um as he does it that god would bring him the right people and and here's what i want to encourage you to leave remember to live love god love people and live with passion and vision and purpose because you are all chosen for a purpose right it whether you believe part of what jerry and i've said today or all of what we've said it's not about us it's about him it's about him right it's about spirit, soul, and body, mind, will, and emotion. It's about us walking out the perfect plans that God has for us. And it has to be spirit, soul, and body, mind, will, and emotion. So walk that out. And um, if I can be of assistance in that, uh, like I said, reach out to us on Instagram or 
at michaeldavidhuey.com. So, Jerry, thank you so much, brother. You are a great host and a great friend, and I'm excited to watch what God does uh, in your life and on the podcast um, and how you and I can continue on to have a, a great friendship going forward. So thank you for having me. Nice. Thank you so much, Michael. Now, the best way you can pay us back is to pay us forward. So however you're listening to this episode right now, hit that share button and send this episode to somebody you think would really enjoy or get a lot of value out of it. Now, we're going to also put a lot of resources into the show notes for this episode. Just go to beyondtherut.com slash 276. There you'll find a link to hefluence.com as well as some related episodes and a few more items just for you. Now, I'm glad you joined me this week and looking forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.